Welcome to Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop, where you'll find the unique, the bizarre, and sometimes the haunted. Feel free to look around, peruse the items, and never fear. There's nothing here that bites. Hard, anyway. <laughs> well, hello there. How wonderful it is to see you here at Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop. I am your shopkeeper, Chris Baker, and this a very auspicious day here at the shop, for this is the start of a new feature here at Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop, for it is not often enough that we get to focus on only literary selections. So we decided to take time with this new feature to go over some of the more recent readings of your truly. So let's head over to the bookcase of haunted tales, lost manuscripts, and forgotten tomes, and pull a selection from the shelf as we look at Tanana Reevedu's collection of short stories, Ghost Summer Stories. Now, Tanana Reevedu is an author that I was not very familiar with until within the past few years. I picked up Shudder and, of course, was very interested in a lot of the horror documentaries or docu-series that they had. And one of the first ones that I watched was the Horror Noir, A History of Black Horror. And, of course, Tanana Reevedu was one of the talking heads. And then when they did the Horror Noir anthology movie, they featured one of her short stories, uh, The Lake. And I'd seen her pop up in some of the other horror documentaries and docu-series that they had on Shudder. She's just a, a continuing uh, voice uh, of horror that I'm like, okay, I, I've seen her in, in several of these documentaries. I really enjoyed, I think she had two stories in the horror noir uh, anthology movie, but I, I really enjoyed The Lake in that. Uh, it was very interesting. So I was like, I, I need to read some Tanana Do. I watch a lot of different horror movies. Uh, from different directors when it comes to reading uh, horror. It's sad to say that I have not read a lot of various horror authors. I've read a lot of Stephen King. I've read some Dean Koontz, uh, various other authors here and there. But for the most part, I I've just been very particular about the horror that I read and felt, you know, I need to broaden my horizons and I want to check out Tanana Reeve Do. And I think one of the best ways to check out a new author, uh, especially to find out whether you're going to like this author, whether you're going to like this author's voice, I, I think a great way to do that is to buy a book of short stories because they're short reads and you can get a lot of different stories and a lot of different ideas and get a good sample size of the types of things that this particular author writes about. And so I'm looking through some of the books of short stories and I found uh, the one short story that had the lake in it, the story that I knew. And I was really interested to see how the adaptation in horror noir uh, the anthology movie, I wanted to see how it compared to the actual short story. So Ghost Summer Stories was the book that I picked up. Uh, of course, it came out in 2015. And right off the bat, I'm going to say I, I really liked this book. It had an interesting structure in that there are several different segments. There's the Gracetown segment, the Knowing segment, the carrier segment and vanishings. 
And each segment, the stories within it kind of pertained to a particular style of story. And and I found it really, really cool, uh, just the way it was set up and, and all the stories within it. I don't think there was a bad story in the bunch. There were stories I liked more than others, certainly. There's always going to be that, but, but there weren't any bad stories. I, I found each story very interesting, each story very compelling. The characters were all very interesting. There again, some more interesting than others. There were some I related to more than others, but it was very interesting to see uh, how Tanana Reeve do put her voice as a, a black female author in a genre that has been predominantly white males for, for a lot of years. And to see her voice and her perspective come through in these characters, whether they be female characters or whether it be uh, male characters. Uh, it was very interesting to see that as well. So I, I found this uh, a really good read. And it was one of those books that I knew I wanted to read. Last year, I decided that, you know, I want to start reading more. And I plan on doing a book a month for 2023 well i did not because it uh was a little harder getting back into reading every day than i thought and i just i let things uh build up as far as like stuff i've got to get done and the one thing that usually gets put on the back burner when i'm busy with my day job but with this podcast with uh, watching things to to talk about on the podcast, reading kind of gets put on the back burner, unfortunately. So I didn't read a book a month, but one of those books that I knew I had to read in 2023 was Ghost Summer Stories, which I started late in 2023 and actually wrapped it up in the first couple weeks of 2024. So we're going to get into some spoiler territory because I, I really want to talk about how I felt about all these different stories, and, and there are going to be some spoilers. Uh, I'm not going to do any in-depth look at the story. I'm going to talk about some of the things I really enjoyed about the story, some of the things about the characters that I really enjoyed. There are going to be some light spoilers. I'm not going to go through every story and tell you every beat and every detail. So even if I do spoil a little something for you, you're still going to be able to go back and read these stories and get the the full picture of what Tanana Revdu put on the page. So I, if you don't want any spoilers whatsoever, go check it out. I encourage you to go read Ghost Summer Stories, and it's a really good book of short stories from Tanana Revdu. Come back and listen to my thoughts on it. See if you enjoyed the same ones I did for the same reasons, or maybe you enjoyed other ones better than I enjoyed. But I, I hope you come back and listen to my thoughts on it. But if you don't really care about spoilers, like I said, I'm not going to it's not going to be major spoilers, and I'm not going to tell you the story line by line. Or if you have read it and you want to hear my thoughts on it, I encourage you to continue on. But from here on out, we are going to get into some spoiler territory. So this first section in Ghost Summer Stories is the Gracetown section. And it is the setting of the one story I knew something about, the lake that they had on the horror noir anthology movie. And Gracetown is kind of like Tanana Reeve Dew's Derry or Haven or Castle Rock for Stephen King, Arkham and a couple of other towns that H.P. Lovecraft, you know, so many authors like to create a town that they can center some of their stories on and the, the town almost 
uh, has its own mythos to it. And I think that's probably one of the things I love about, you know, like Lovecraft or, or King is that he creates these landscapes, these places, these areas of the world where there's a pocket of mystery and there's a pocket of the supernatural that just seems to hover over these these towns. And it's not really explainable as to why it just is, and Gracetown really feels like that for Tanana Reeve-Dew. So right off the bat, as I'm reading these first few stories and realizing that this is kind of her version of of a Dairy Main or a Castle Rock Main, uh, I was like, oh, this this is great. I love this sort of storytelling. I love this, this sort of world building. And the lake, uh, I thought, was a great way to start off this Gracetown story because it really did kind of give you a sense of what's going on. This teacher moves to Gracetown, Florida from, I believe, up north, maybe up in the New England states, if I'm remembering it correctly. And she lives on this house on the lake, and she's told not to swim in this lake in the summertime. They don't explain why. You just don't. Everyone around here knows this. And I love how that's kind of even referenced uh, in one of the other stories. I can't remember if it is Ghost Summer or if it is Summer Story. I, I can't remember which one, but but they even referenced that, which I thought was kind of a cool nod to itself. But uh, I, I love how like the lake changes you. And it never really goes into why. It just is. And I, I love that sort of mystery that leaves you to wonder and leads you to kind of posit in your mind what could be going on to make this happen. But this story is, is fantastic about secrets and desires. And it's got a lot of themes that I think a lot of women are going to be able to latch on to. And, and a really interesting story and a terrifying story. As much as the adaptation in horror noir, the movie, was really good and really close, it delves even more into certain areas that that you don't get to see on the the segment of horror noir and it, it just it made the short story that much better and that much creepier and that much more horrific as you're reading these pages and i i thought it was a great way to start off this book of short stories and another one of those examples where like the adaptation in the movie was really good but the the short story is even better. Now, the second story, Summer, I thought was a really good story. And it was so creepy. It's about this woman. She has this young child, Lola, who is just a nightmare. And this really plays into a lot of the nightmares of motherhood and the... That, that kind of feeling that all young mothers get or all young parents get where they just feel like they're in over their head and she got a little more than they bargained for. But this this young baby, Lola, gets possessed by this entity. And the funny thing is, is that Lola, before she's possessed, is a nightmare, screaming and tantrums and acting up. But then when she is possessed by this demon, essentially, and there's a lore about these, these demons possessing babies under two years old, and they possess them for the summer, and then they leave. And it's, it's a weird lore that they give you just enough, but it's a weird lore that, I, you know, I almost want more. I almost want to delve more into this and, and what's going on. But but the funny thing is, is that she's a nightmare before she's possessed. And after Lola is possessed, like she's just pleasant 
and doesn't act up and doesn't cry and just the sweetest little kid and it's that conundrum where the mother is like well maybe you know my child's possessed by some entity but maybe it's not so bad if she just stays possessed and and should i go through with this essentially an exorcism that they're wanting to do to to rid this child is it okay that if i just let my child be possessed for the summer just so i can get a break and it's it's a wonderful tale that it borders on the macabre almost a a gleeful macabreness about it that what would some parents go go to what lengths would they go to just to get a little peace and quiet probably one of my favorite stories in this gracetown section and in the book in general was the the titular story ghost summer uh, about this young little 12 year old boy davy uh he's you know there's a backstory with his parents having some marital problems but he and his sister and his father go to stay with his grandparents and he feels that his grandparents place is haunted and he's gonna stay up and hunt for ghosts before he's too old because he feels like once you hit a certain age and even his older sister that's kind of uh you know old enough she's she's gone on and moved away uh even alludes to the fact that once you get to a certain age you you don't see the ghosts anymore and so he's trying to before he gets too old and and there's really a wonderful wonderful scenes within this story of him staying up and ghost hunting uh this this davy character it felt like me when i was that age this character just drew me in and it felt like you know he was into the same kind of things that i was into when i was a little kid and and the fact that he does see the ghosts and then the mystery that is built around the ghost that he sees and the unraveling of the mystery and him solving this mystery was really interesting. This is one of the stories that I felt would make a great... I don't know if there's enough for a movie. I'm sure you could add more to it to make it a movie, make it a good hour and a half movie. I don't know if I'd want too much more added to it. And I would be afraid if if it was made into a movie, they'd turn it more action-y. And this wasn't... So, I mean, there's action to it, but... Uh, at, the, at the very least, I think this would make a good like hour-long episode of an anthology series. I would like to say, I think this does have uh, enough to it to, I think it would be great to see on whether the big screen or the small screen. I think it would really translate well. And like I said, the, the character Davy is just, I really liked this kid and I really like this character. Now the next section, the knowing, was not my favorite section. I really liked Gracetown. I really liked the third section carriers, but this still had some really good stories in it. The first one, Free Jim's Mind, uh, about a runaway slave, this young black girl and her her Native American boyfriend or husband. I can't remember exactly. She's pregnant. They're trying to escape and they stop at her uncle's mine and he takes them into the mine to spend the night before he gets them out of there and everything that ensues after that it's like runaway slaves meets the were frog <laughs> like some sort of were frog monster that for the most part this feels like it's more of a dramatic story until they get into that mine and they're in there in the dark this young girl and her boyfriend or husband whichever i can't remember exactly right off the top of my head but uh it gets really creepy really quick and very horrific 
very fast and, and a really interesting story. I, I wasn't sure how interested I was going to be. Like I said, it starts out very dramatic and I'm like, oh, this is just kind of like historical fiction. Then the shit went down. Uh, the next story, The Knowing, was very somber story. It's about this boy and his mother who knows the dates in which people, and even if she tells people the day they're going to die and how they're going to die, that doesn't help. They still end up dying. And and the sad reality at the end of it that she knows when her son is going to die. And like the countdown to that was just a, a very sad story. I mean that in a good way. It very much was an emotional story that uh, that I quite enjoyed. Like Daughter was a really cool, it almost had like a sci-fi vibe to it as opposed to being like a horror story. It's about this woman with this bad past and through a special program, she clones herself because she thinks she is going to give this clone of herself the better childhood than she had in her traumatic past and it turns out that she's she's kind of a wreck because of her past and trying to pawn off this clone of her to her best friend who's kind of creeped out by the clone uh it, it was re- a really interesting story that i i quite enjoyed after moon was a fun like werewolf going into a lichen dermatologist but it was an interesting and a different take on werewolves it, it wasn't a typical werewolf that you're used to and a different werewolf story it, it wasn't a horror story it was more like a fun interesting read and taking uh, something as uh, benign as going to the dermatologist for for some sort of skin condition or whatever and adding werewolves to the mix it was just very interesting and, and a fun story so i like after moon uh, Trial Day was another story that was very interesting. It's about a brother who's on trial, and it's a good possibility this is in the racist South back in I can't remember the year, but it's you know it's it's back in time when you had the Jim Crow laws and things like that, and the young sister trying to get her father to go do something about it and kind of one of those stories about doing the right thing even when it's scary and they they kind of add some dark voodoo vibes to it uh really good and interesting story not not terribly horrific uh not terribly a horror story but it it teeters on those lines of horror and and dark fantasy now the next section carriers that's the section i really loved uh because these stories were not only creepy and good, but they just had, for me, some of my favorite characters. The first story called Patient Zero, probably one of my favorite stories. This is a story there again, like I said, I'd love to see it on the screen, but it almost feels like they would try to turn it into an action movie. And and I wouldn't want to see that because it's so, it's so low-key and so tragic and heartbreaking and endearing that it just i would hate for some director to wreck the emotionality of it but you have this young boy jay he's 
in this hospital facility. And you get this through his journal that he's writing. They give him a notebook and he starts writing a journal. And you hear the story about how he's not necessarily the first person to get this pandemic virus that's killing off everybody, but he's the first to get it and survive it. And while he has survived, he can still pass it on. And they're running all these tests. And the relationship between him and the teacher uh, is just very heartbreaking. And the, the innocence of this child telling this story through this journal is just, it's heartbreaking and heart-wrenching. And at the end, as he's, he's watching everybody die around him in this facility and the, the teacher giving him the code to get out of there once everyone's gone and giving him the survival skills uh, it's left very open-ended, but it's just, a, you know, uh, I tell you what, one of my favorite stories in this book, hands down. Uh, Danger Word was another great story, a story that I absolutely loved. It's about this young boy, Kendrick, during this zombie apocalypse. He's taken away with his to his grandfather's, and, and it's just a survival story and everything that he goes through. And when his grandfather gets bitten, and is going to turn and him you know having to to grow up really fast was just a, a, a wonderful story now they did a novelization of this short story now this is the one this one's written by tanana Reevedu and her husband stephen barnes and they turned this into a novel for like young adults or, or teens and and they changed things up now, the, the novel's called Devil's Wake, and then I think there's another one called Domino Falls. But instead of having this young boy, Kendrick, they changed it to a teenage girl, Kendra. And I actually saw, if you look it up on YouTube, there is a short film based on this story, but it's done in the style of Devil's Wake where it's the teenage girl, Frankie Faison's in it. It's actually really good. Uh, I think the short story is much better. And for me, I, maybe it's because I am a guy and I related so much to this little boy, Kendrick, and you know how he was as a kid. It felt very much how I felt as a young kid. Can't remember how old he is in this, but he's you know maybe 8, 9, 10, somewhere around there. But I, I really related to this young boy, and it just didn't have the same effect for me when it was this teenage girl and I, I really enjoyed the short story more than the short film even though the short film was done well and I'm sure the the novelization the Devil's Wake novel uh, where it's you know changed to the teenage girl I'm sure it's a fine book but I, I really loved the story that you got in Ghost Summer Stories with Danger Word I thought to me having that that young kid and the innocence of that, as opposed to a, a teenager, uh, just resonated uh, a little bit more. Now, the next three stories in the carrier section are all all related. They all revolve around this character. And I hope I'm pronouncing this right. I'm probably not, but uh, Naima. And we find her in these three different stories in different sections of her life. There's a pandemic going on in the first one, removal order, and it deals with her and her grandmother and she can't move her grandmother. So they're you know setting fires to burn out this, this pandemic. And she, she can't leave like everyone else has because she can't move her 
grandmother because her grandmother is in too much pain when she moves her. And this police officer that comes and does what she can't do. It's a very somber and bleak story. But then in the next story, Herd Immunity, we see her sometime later traveling. It almost has a, a bit of a the road vibe to it where she's just looking for somebody like her that's immune to this, this pandemic that she can... She can meet and talk to and and have a relationship and and maybe, you know, repopulate the world. But that ends tragically. And then you get that last story, Carriers, where it's even later. I mean, when we meet her, she's probably in her 20s. I think she's in college. And then she's in her 50s by this last story where society has started to rebuild. But you have these carriers of this pandemic still out there like Naima and and this other gentleman we meet and the test that they do on them and the subsequent daughter that was created in a test tube uh, that, that she's introduced to. And a really interesting end of the story. This, I think, is another one of those where uh, it would make a good... I think this could be a little more cinematic. Uh, again, they're probably going to make it more action-y than the stories are, but I think this kind of story could handle that. Where some of the others, I think, are, are a little too leaning on the emotion of the story to to let it be sullied by like a bunch of action sequences. But this would be an interesting story. I'd love to see this character played out on the screen. And then the final section of this book of short stories, Vanishings, has uh, two stories. Senora Suerta, where this stroke victim at a medical facility sees a nurse who's always comforting patients, but then these patients die. And it's almost like she's a vision of death and how this stroke victim longs for this this nurse, this Senora Suerta, to come visit them. And it's, again, a very interesting, haunting story, a very sad story. And then the final one, uh, Vanishings, was probably the more dramatic of all the stories and the less horror or science fiction or even fantasy, but a woman with a dying child and how, you know, kids, they can be there one day and then they're gone the next. And it really is a lot about dealing with the death of children. And, uh, well, like I said, it's not necessarily a horror story or even fantasy or science fiction. It is a very uh, emotional and and gut-wrenching story that, uh, again, not one of my favorites because it didn't lean into genre, but still a really good story all the same. But all in all, when I got finished reading Ghost Summer Stories by Tanana Reevedu, I love this book of short stories, and it really makes me want to read more of her books of short stories and more of her novels. I want to check out one of her novels next. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to read, but but I have to add that onto my book list for 2024. So really excited to read more from her and her her husband Stephen Barnes, uh, another author that I'm really interested. In. I think he he deals a little more in science fiction and fantasy. I'm not sure how much he gets into horror, but I'm really interested in reading him as well and like I said just kind of broadening my horizons on the types of 
horror fantasy and science fiction authors that I read. You know, I love Stephen King, uh, but I can't read just Stephen King. <laughs> There's so many other wonderful authors out there that I want to expose myself to. Now, in, like in fantasy and science fiction, I've read a lot more authors than I have in the horror genre, but horror, I definitely want to, you know, take the time to to expose myself to some of these other wonderful authors because you have an author like Tanana Reeve and and where like somebody like Stephen King, I mean, Stephen King is really known for his characters he writes wonderful characters but world building i know that term gets tossed around a lot but he's also just as known for his world building and while tanana reeve do i don't think it's not that i don't think she's good at world building because i've just read these short stories and there's really not a whole lot of time for world building but the one thing i found that well you don't get the world building as much in these short stories the one thing i did notice is that instead of drawing you in with world building she does really draw you into these stories with the wonderful characters that she writes she does a fantastic job of describing the emotion and the motivation of her characters and even though you might not relate to the character on a surface level because, you know, she is a, a black author and writes about the black experience. A lot of her characters, if not all of her characters, are black, even if it's not expressly you know, written about in the story. Uh, you have to imagine she's she's looking at, at this from a, a black point of view. And while you may not be able to relate to that, like I said, on a surface level, you can relate on an emotional level, on a spiritual level that, that transcends any racial perspective that she or anyone might be writing from, whether they're black, white, red, yellow, whatever color you want. You can write characters that, even though we may not have the same skin color and we might not have the same experience in the world, you can write characters, and, and she does write characters that I can relate to. You know, like I said, there was the young boy Davy in Ghost Summer. There was the young boy Kendrick in Danger Word that both those characters, she could have been writing about me when I was those kids' ages. We were into the same things. We were into comic books and we were into, you know, spooky stories and, and hunting for ghosts and things like that. And and those are the things. Those are the things that, that exist in a person's heart and a person's soul that you know, in spite of differences of colors of skin, we can all relate on on those, like I said, those deeper levels. And that's what I loved about reading these stories from Tadana Reevedu is the fact that she writes characters that you might not have experienced the same things societally that that some of these characters have experienced, uh, especially from a, a racism standpoint, case in point. But you can relate to these characters on emotional issues and like i said the you know liking the same things liking comic books and and that's i think to me is is a special thing and something special that tanana reeve do does with these characters that in spite of our differences she makes them relatable no matter what color you are and i found that very enjoyable and a wonderful book to read i for me i'm glad i started out reading tanana reeve do with this book because one i think it was an excellent way to be immersed into her style of writing her style of characters and her style of horror fantasy science fiction you get the ghosts you get the monsters you get the creatures 
but you also get a lot of characters with heart. You get a lot of characters going through things that you can empathize with. You get characters you really care about, whether you can relate to the situation they're in or not. And and that, to me, is a hallmark of, of a good author and an author that I want to read more of. So if you've never read Tanana Review, I encourage you to pick up one of her books, whether it's a book of short stories, whether it's a full-length novel. Uh, I, for me... I think a book of short stories like this one, Ghost Summer Stories, is an excellent way to get your toes in the water and then to get up to your knees and then to get up to your waist and then get up to your shoulders. And then next thing you know, you're diving in deep, immersed in the, the world and the characters that uh, this wonderful author has created. So those are my thoughts on Ghost Summer Stories from Tanana Reeve. Do I encourage you to pick it up on this from the shelf segment of Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop, a new feature that we're going to be doing from time to time every time I read a new book. Whether it is a new, new book or just a new book to me, I found that the idea of me picking up newly released books and reading them fast enough to do this is not going to be plausible because I'm not the fastest reader. But uh, as I read books throughout the year, as I read books on my... My yearly reading list, I will talk about those books. Some of them may be new books. A lot of them are probably going to be older books, but maybe there's something that you haven't picked up and it might inspire you to go check it out. Currently, I'm reading Stephen King's Christine. Oddly enough, I've never read that book as many Stephen King books as I have read. I've seen the movie, but I never actually sat down and read the book. So I figured, you know, that's kind of must-read territory when it comes to Stephen King. So uh, I'm really excited to finish that up, uh, hopefully by the end of the month. And then uh, we'll talk about that on another from the shelf segment of Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop. So I want to thank everyone for listening to my thoughts on Tanana Reeve book of short stories, ghost summer stories. Check it out at the library or on Amazon or purchase it wherever you get books and then check out more about what's going on with Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Always posting about horror, fantasy, and science fiction as well as the latest episodes of Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop. No matter where you listen to this podcast, please like like, follow, subscribe to it, uh, share it with your friends, anyone that you know that loves horror, fantasy, and science fiction, and please leave those reviews. Five stars would be awesome, but whatever review you leave, we do appreciate that. So until next time. Thank you for visiting Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop. We hope that you found something to your liking and visit the shop again soon. But even though you may come back, you never really get to leave Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop. Ha 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 ha!